And we're back after a short break to give you part two, the arrow building portion of the part of the three-part podcast. Part one, we talked about all kinds of stuff, but Broadheads was supposed to be what it was about. Um, I part, think the Mormon story took the cake. Took it. Yeah. Took it, yeah. Well, I'm sure I'll have another story for part two. But uh, <laughs> So part two, we're going to talk about arrow builds. Um, this will be both mostly for compounds, some with traditional. I'm obviously more familiar with compound. Um, but traditional as well. And we've covered a lot of this stuff in parts and pieces. What, what, what we're coming to understand is the amount, like the overwhelming amount of questions we get about these subjects, which is why we're doing this. Um, so when you go to, um, you know, build an arrow, there's going to be several things that pop up. One is going to be what speed that you want to hit roughly. Uh, one, what animal or animals you're going to be hunting. Are you going to be, you know, maybe you're going to be shooting target or 3D. Uh, another one's going to be your bow, your draw length, your draw weight. There's a lot of different variables. So when you take all that into account and you get into kind of the nitty gritty, okay, now we know that, you know, whatever number, whatever you're going to be uh, or whatever those, whatever the answers to those questions were, we're going to say you're going to need a three or 350 spine arrow, uh, depending upon the amount of point weight you want. And we'll go into all that as we go on. So the general rule of thumb for me, if you're going to be hunting, I like to be um, above a 450 grain arrow personally. Now, I, I personally like to be in the 550 range, um, but anything above 450 is going to be fine. Now, a lot of that's going to depend on if you're shooting a mechanical or a fixed blade, as well as how, you know, how many pounds you're pulling, the momentum, things like that. So as a standard, I would say 28 to 29 inch draw is pretty normal for most people, not everyone in a compound. Um, so Frank, why don't you give your stats right now of both bows, what you're, what you're wanting to hit? Uh, well, you got three, but you're two hunting bows, the hybrid <laughs> and the synergy. Uh, the Synergy right now, it's 70 pounds, 28-inch draw, shooting east and axis 300s, um, 125 grain tip on those, 16 grain insert, uh, four fletch, went with AAAE, Stealth Max, and uh, and a four-inch wrap. So those are coming in at like 492. Um, and then on, this, on the hybrid, that one's probably going to get set up somewhere around 75, 76 pounds, um, axis 260s. Same same components. Uh, I think those are going to be around five. Uh, I can't quite remember. I think they're around five fifteen or five twenty or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, the uh, the synergy shooting two sixty five. Um, we haven't set up the hybrid yet, so I don't know exactly where it's going to be at, but I'm I'm sure it's going to be in that two seventy range or so. Yeah, and and what you want to look at here is I'm a huge uh, fan of weight forward. I like a lot of weight up front. Now you're a Fokker. I'm a Fokker. Now I don't get fucked up. Like I don't ever <laughs> figure out what my fuck is, um, or how fucked up I am, but I just like a lot of, you know, weight up front. I actually haven't checked my FOC in I don't know, ever. I mean, a long time. Um, I just load a bunch of weight up front. So when you, is there a, so for these, these Fokkers, is there a certain percentage that they like? Well, dude, I take. Or is this yeah. too, is that too much of a? No, I it. So depending upon, like, I I studied on the Ashby theory last night because I got so many links sent to me when I 
So obviously in the traditional community, there is a following, a cult-like following of Ashby's work. If they get tattoos of him and shit on their lower back. Well, Backcountry Warrior just <laughs> tattooed Tad Life across his knuckles. I mean, there could be. I don't know. We'll have to ask him if he's got like ass sh- B across his ass cheeks, like ash <laughs> and then <yes>. B. <laughs> Maybe. You know, uh, what if it's, it's, what if someone's names were like you know it's, a, it's like Bill Brown yeah and then put a B on each cheek but then it's spelled Bob <laughs> that's terrible <laughs> could be actually Bill Brown's cool as hell he's actually he's a fireman in Oklahoma yeah uh, super cool dude funny um, <laughs> so anyway not, it didn't have anything to do with you Bill just after names have to start B and B so one of the things that you need to look at is how much how fucked up you want to get. So if you're wanting to get real fucked up, <laughs> you're going to have to shoot a stiffer spine arrow because the because point all that weight front can weaken it. And so so people understand when you add weight to the front of the shaft, it weakens the spine of the arrow. If you add weight to the back of the shaft, it stiffens the spine of the arrow. Now, there will be a certain point that if you get enough point weight, you're up front that point weight is almost pulling the arrow rather than the arrow pushing it, so to speak, or that's the theory behind it. Mm-hmm. Now, other people will say that f- what extreme weight up front is also, for trad especially, a cheat for tuning. And it's really? a fixing a, a problem that is could be fixed by better tuning. I've heard all of this stuff, because, you know, especially getting into the Haters going to hate. Twi- trad life. Yeah. Um, now, for me, I just know straight up penetrating, more weight up front penetrates better, more momentum. Now, Ashby's theory, right, uh, or parts of his theories is they are very sound. Heavy weight up front, very strong components, um, and heavy arrow weight. Slender broadhead. Yeah, yeah, slender he, long okay. broadhead. Who the fuck is Ashby? I didn't get to that part because I didn't want to. I just read some of his points. He was a doctor that did a bunch. Okay. I think he, was he doctor. a hunter? Yeah, and he killed a ton of shit. Okay. And he did a bunch of testing on this. Now, you, you know, because you have to separate this whether you want to or not. You've got trad and compound. Right. Most compound shooters, like myself, could have gave a shit who Ashby was. I threw, cranked her up to 80, 85, 90 pounds, put together five, 600 grain arrow, threw something on the front of it. It killed shit. Mm-hmm. End of story. That's it. Never had a problem. Yeah, a lot more simple. But when you get down to my, so my case is skewed. Doesn't matter. When you get down to whacking out there, 160 to 108 feet per second, little more important, right? Okay, so arrow flight. I am a strong believer. Arrow flight is king for penetration, and then durable components. Um, And that's one of the reasons why the Valkyrie thing was huge for me is how durable those components are because I have lost an animal from shit components um, because your arrow is only strong as the weakest link. And if the weakest link is right behind the broadhead, when all that momentum's firing, it shoots out the side when the broadhead breaks off. Snaps right off. Snaps right off, yeah. And uh, it happened twice to me, the one animal I lost. Now, as far as the going back to the bow build, if you're wanting to shoot heavy FOC, you want to get fucked up. Fuck yeah then you are going to need a, in my opinion, a moderate to lightweight arrow shaft grains per inch. 
if you're wanting to have any resemblance of speed. Because if you shoot 10 grains per inch with 300 grains up front or 250, which is unheard of out of a compound, um, unless you're going to Africa, you're just not going to have the speed you want. Um, if you get down in that 8.3, 8.6 grains per inch range, run a 50 grain insert, 125 up front, 175, not extreme FOC, but high FOC, it's hell of a setup. But you're going to have to find a moderate to lightweight arrow shaft to get the spine to turn out right. Now, for the most part, if you look at Eastern Bloodlines and uh, Gold Tip XT Hunters, I would say Gold Tip XT Hunters, most everyone knows with Easton, their Axis is probably the most well-known um, for, for a lot. Axis are somewhere at, on an average for most average setups, 9.1 to 9.3. We can look that up. My point being, though, is if you get an Axis or a, I don't know, whatever, a Gold Tip Pierce or a XT Hunter, when you're figuring out what you're wanting to do, if you're wanting extremely high FOC or you're looking at doing that, you must get a stiff, stiff spine shaft. Frank, where are you at? Stiff shaft. <laughs> <laughs> um, to weaken up the, the shaft, the arrow. So... Something to think about. The next is going to be components. If you're shooting a standard shaft, right? Stiff shaft. Um, you're going to have an aluminum shitty insert from everyone. So Ashby Steri, which I agree with, um, is strong, durable components up front. So you've got aftermarket stainless steel components, and then you've got brass components. Now... I've shot brass components forever, um, and you to increase the weight up front, but you are also decreasing generally durability of a standard shaft to lighten it up, which is where a lot of skinnies come into play because you're able to get a thicker wall, smaller diameter shaft, but when you do that, you get shitty components where you have better components with a standard Shaft. We're getting it. So, <laughs> what was that shaft? That, that black was a dude movie, movie, yeah. And then they had a... That was uh, uh, the guy that says the F word all the time. Oh, yeah. But then they had, what's his name? Do the new one, but he wasn't fat enough to have his shirt off, so I had to stunt double some buff dude. Um, anyway. Shaft. Ah. Um, that was Flash. Flash <laughs> yeah. Gordon for all of you over 40. Um, that was reminds me of that movie, movie Ted. Ted. With the kid, with, with the, the, the bear doll. Oh yeah, they're getting yeah. They, they love Flash Gordon. They get yeah. all fucked. They get all fucked <laughs> up with him. <laughs> uh, so when you um when you're when you're figuring all this out, you know for for me with the trad bow, I wanted to get. I figured out real quickly um, after shooting several um, you know normal um, diameter arrows or relatively normal and depend upon. What you look at, Easton does millimeters. And anyway, with a skinny shaft, when you run skinnies, most of the components up front are lacking. And that's where I got into the Valkyrie, which I I said in the first part, everyone should look at that for components uh, for a skinny shaft, especially if you're wanting to run heavy weight up front. I don't know if you mentioned this, but they do a standard diameter or like a, a bigger diameter Component system, mm -mm, center no. pin. Well, yeah. they not for the center pin. Okay. Um, 
So that there is a way to beef up the front, which is why I ran. It's a, a collar over a skinny shaft. Um, and then a center pin, so a long uh, rod. Mini shaft. Oh, yeah. shit, you got a rod. A, okay. A, you got a mini shaft <laughs> and a long rod. And that long rod goes down the mini shaft that has oh, a hole in it damn. that screws into the insert. And that stiffens up the or beefs up the front of the – it's weird. I mean, it's just, it just happens <laughs> when you're talking about arrows. It stiffens up the front of the arrow or beefs it up. So – that's something else to look at on the arrow build when you're going with a standard diameter or a skinny shaft. <laughs> Skinnies. Um, <laughs> now, as all of this, you know, you're you're weeding through all of this on what you're wanting to do. Um, so let's say, for example, Frank is going to run 74 pounds, 28 and a half inches of draw. I'm going to run my trad bow. I'm going to, well... Let's not do the trad bow yet. I'm going to run 85 pounds, 29 inches of draw. So, Frank, what are you? 28 inches. You're 28? Yeah. Draw? Okay. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm a pro shop. I run a pro shop. So, Frank comes in. You've got, I'm going to write this down. You've got 28 yeah. inches of draw. I mean, and technically, I can do 28 and a half, but I'd rather shoot 28. Let's not make this into a Son real. Of a- like a true Let's go walk into a pro shop yeah. and take up half my day. All right. So 28. And then you're going to shoot? We'll say 74 pounds. Okay, sir. And are you – excuse me. What type of bow are you shooting? I'm shooting a prime, prime – we'll say a prime Synergy hybrid. Synergy hybrid. C-H. And where the Synergy hybrid comes into play is the cam system on if it's aggressive or not. So we've got 2870 Synergy hybrid. All right, sir. Are you going to be shooting targets or are you going to be hunting? I'm going to be hunting with this one. Hunting? All right. What kind of big game? Are you going to be hunting moose, elephants? Are you going to be hunting white-tailed deer? Uh, probably, so first of all, cougars, uh, elk, and deer. <laughs> cougars, elk, and deer. All right. So a little bit of everything. Yeah. Okay. So, sir, I would suggest to you to shoot somewhere in the 500 grain range, maybe 475 to 525. But your speed with that bow is probably not going to be pushing over 280, probably in the low 270s. Are you okay with that? Sure, sir. (laughs) Okay. So now that I know that, um, I'm going to go into a little bit more depth with the client or the customer. Uh, Knowing that he has a 28-inch draw and he's at 70 pounds, he could shoot a 400 spine, but me erring to the side of caution, I'm going to push him into a 330, 340 to 330, or excuse me, 330 to 350. Um, and maybe even go to a 300 with heavy weight up front. But we'll get to that. So now my next is, well, sir, you could, depending upon what shaft you want to shoot, Frank. Shaft. You uh, you might lose a little bit of speed, but I am a big fan of heavy weight up front. So what I'm thinking you might want to do is shoot a 340 spine to a 300 and maybe get you a 50-grain brass insert with 125 up front. I think we can get either of those arrows to tune. I always err to a stiffer. Stiff. Shaft. Shaft. Um, so I'm thinking 300 spine will be one we try out or a 330. Now, if you're doing it correctly, or not correctly, if you have the time, you're going to have you're going to take two shafts over there, 330 <laughs> and a uh, 300. We're going to center shot the bow, get everything set up correctly for height, and cut those shafts 
um, <laughs> roughly 28 and a half, 29 inches. And we're going to shoot them both through paper with that. Hold on here. Oh, that is it. <laughs> it takes a minute before he says shaft. Damn it. Um, I'm not hearing anything. Maybe this is just the music. That is the shaft music. Shaft? He's a bad mother. <laughs> shut your mouth. <laughs> um, and then we're going to go over and shoot both of those through paper, and we're going to see which one flies the best, and we're going to check speed. At that point, being it is today's day and age, when they see that they're whopping a 248 to 255 feet per second arrow, they're probably going to bump up to the lighter weight and go with a little bit lighter weight up front as well. So people just want to go fast these faster. days. Yeah, they just want to go fast and eat fig newtons. Um, so <laughs> what? Remember, got fig newtons across his window. Oh yeah. Knife. yeah, I do love me some fig yeah. newtons. I don't know what to do with my hands. Oh, Diablo! I think it means fighting chicken. <laughs> so. Now, for me, when I walk in, let's say 85 pounds, 29-inch draw, I already know immediately I'm shooting a 250, 260 spine shaft, um, probably going to be 28, 28 and a half inches long, and I'm going to have a 50-grain brass insert, 125 up front at a minimum. Now, if I have to, or I can, not if I have to, if I can, I'll put 75 uh, grains up front in the, in the insert, or 50, and I will shoot on a fixed blade head, which is hard to find. I'll go up to 150 to 175, depending upon where it tunes out at. Now, uh, we'll go into the bow build and tuning a little bit more later. But if I'm shooting um, weak, I should move the arrow rest to the left. If I'm shooting stiff, I move it to the right. So you got a little bit of play in there. I've said that backwards before, but I think I got that right. So... Now we figured out all that. So for Frank, let's say Frank's going to shoot 330 spine arrows up front. Or three, three, 300. Three, no, 330s, okay. for example. Because uh, he wanted a little bit more speed. Um, we're going to do a standard insert with 125 up front. For me, I'm running 125, or excuse me, I'm going to run 150 up front with a 50 grain brass insert. So I got 200 grains up front on a 260 spine. Um, all of that's relatively easy. Pretty much any pro shop can do that almost over the phone with a compound bow. Easy enough. So now we're going to run into the, uh, and again, these are rough. I don't want to get any emails about I said something incorrectly. I'm just giving you guys an idea of what to look at, or we are. Do you want to run three or four fletch? And do you run one short or long veins? And do you want to run helical or offset? <laughs> this is where shit gets crazy. Um, I like fucking, uh, sorry. Go ahead. Fucking four fletch um, with a, with an offset. That's some high quality H2O you got there. Sorry, folks had to get a drink there. So I forever have shot on a compound straight offset. Straight clamp, meaning vein is straight, but sitting on the shaft angled. <laughs> um, glued to the shaft angled. So... The reason why is I just never needed helical to get my arrow to correct itself. Um, it was enough just offset. Now, for a long time, I got went down the rabbit hole of short veins. Um, I started out with shooting like four inch, which, you know, back whatever in the 90s. And then I went to shooting. I went like jump straight to inch and three quarters. Super pain in the ass to tune um, fixed blade heads with that short of a, a vein. 
which is where a lot of the problem, you know, everybody's gone to shorter veins, um, which is not a big deal. I mean, there's nothing wrong with it. Why are, so let me ask you this, why are blazer veins so popular? Is it because they're cheap or what is it that, you know, all the, all of the factory pre-fletched arrows, most of them come with blazers. Yeah. So I'm not a fan of blazers. Uh, I would have to, I'm not going to mention what his name. I mean, marketing is one of them, right? Mm -hmm. I'm not saying they're a bad vein at all. Uh, they're very high profile, which can cause problems with tunability because you're going to get contact for one. Um, so that, that's one thing, but marketing is one and Mm. they were the first, I wouldn't say the first, they were one of the first, the blazers to come out with this short high profile vein. There's, there's a lot of, I, I understand the concept behind it. Higher profile, shorter. Makes sense. That's why when kind we were trying to get like, the best of both worlds almost. Yeah, yeah. But for me, I would rather shoot a lower profile, longer vein than I would a higher profile, shorter vein. That's just me. Um, I will say air to the side of caution when you're fletching your arrows, go a little bit longer than shorter if you're wanting less of a pain in the ass in tuning. Um, because if your bow is not tuned quite right coming out of the bow, a longer vein is going to crack the arrow quicker. Um, but you figure that out again. And then people ask me, am I at two or three degree offset? I have no fucking idea. Okay. I <laughs> just angle it as much as I can on the shaft, shaft. Um, until it can't, won't stay on there. That's just what I'm always done. I'm not saying that's right or wrong. And, and honestly, I haven't done a whole lot of, um, of uh of testing with uh and recently with less or more i don't know that two to three degrees is going to make a difference the helical portion i've done testing on but anyway so i've i just do as much angle as my the bits and burger can handle um so i was well i have been forever i always like to shoot four fletch for the longest time on my a compound bow arrow. There's an argument for wind drift and things like that and noise, but I always just got the best flight, generally always got the best groups um, with that system and just stuck with it. And and it seems to be working for you as well. Yeah, I like it. Um, and then you get down to the vein portion, which uh, do you shoot like super spines or a big one? Um, Max Stealths are the ones I've been using for the last year uh, through AAE. There's a ton of different ones. If you don't have time to play and test, I suggest a two and three quarter to three inch vein. Um, and then I at least shoot offset um, and shoot at least three veins. If you got time to play with it, play with it. Um, so play with your shaft. Every Set day, kids, every day. Um, <laughs> and then. Uh, Son, if you keep playing with that, you're going to go blind. Hey, dad, I'm over here. <laughs> <laughs> The next thing to, um, you know, we get a lot of questions about, and that was just a rough thing to look at is, you know, what we're just talking about now is uh, I'm shooting, this is one we get all the time. Uh, You guys talk, you like heavy weight up front and heavy arrow weight. I'm shooting a 400 spine arrow, 68 pounds at 28 inches of draw. Can I just start adding weight to the front to increase arrow weight? Hard no. Yeah. Well, you could, but your arrow flying horrible. Uh, you're going to have to drop a spine to do that. Um, you can't just add weight to the front because as we talked about, it weakens the arrow too much and your arrow flight is horrible. And one thing I have found is tuning is a lost art. Um, you you got to learn how to you know tune a bow. It's very important. So if you're shooting 68 pounds at 28 inches, 400 up front, 
um, or whatever it is, uh, if you're tuned perfectly at that time, anything you change to that arrow is going to make it come out of tune potentially. So if you're adding weight to the front, you're definitely going to have to drop down to a 350 spine or something like that. Um, so anyway, different things to think about. Now, in general, for a compound, for me, I like four fletch, two and three quarter to three inch. I like 175 plus up front, which is insert and point weight combined. Um, and I always have to shoot 250, 260 spine arrows. Frank, you're a, more of a 300 guy, a um, little bit shorter draw length, not quite as heavy a weight. Yeah. I messed around with the 330s a little bit this earlier this season, but yeah. I think I'm getting better flight out of the 300s now. Yeah. Gotcha. Now, for for the trad bow, which I'm not going to go into, and we just did some videos with um, the guys over Rocky Mountain about this, but, you know, for me, um, I ended up having to shoot um, 300 to 330 spine out of the bow. I'm shooting a Black Widow PSA, like lights out right now. And I ended up shooting out of one bow, a 330 bloodline with a 75 grain brass insert. Tears a little weak, but pretty good out of it um, for a standard component. And then a uh, gold tip pierce with a Valkyrie system up front. And I've basically got 250 grain point and uh I'm at 280 grains up front on that. So almost the same point weight up front on each of them. Both of them just shy of 600 grains. And the Valkyrie system, uh, we're talking about aero builds on the, the trad side of things. I tried, uh, was just to get the front to beef up. And this is where that Ashby theory comes into play is extremely durable components. Um, the There may be, there's, when you talk about standard shaft or standard components for a standard diameter shaft, um, it's easier to find because you got more to work with. Mm-hmm. Um, the one thing I would caution people when they start running the skinnier shafts is really be diligent on getting your arrow to spin true um, because the up front, there's a lot of inconsistencies. So when you spin your broadhead, it'll just wobble. Um, and then to the, the durability. Now, when you get into the weight forward portion on the Ashby theory, um, the the idea being that it's steering your arrow, so you need less veins or fletches in the back end to steer because you don't need much of a rudder because the front end is carrying that arrow so much, which makes total sense. Even though I have five-inch feathers on the back of mine because I'm chicken and I like the idea of some giant chicken wing wrapped around my arrow. <laughs> so... Um, I strongly encourage compound or traditional shooters to shoot heavy weight forward. Now, as I say that, you're not shooting that heavy. Not really. Uh, but I was going to ask you, what, some people shoot two two veins or two feathers on their trad bow? Yeah, some do. Interesting. Yeah, I don't, man, I don't want to talk about it. I don't know enough about <laughs> it, right? I mean, I've tried four fletch, three fletch, uh, two inch up to five inch. I shoot three five inch because I'm not dropping bombs past 40. Now, do I need to? I definitely don't. I get away with shorter f- fletches for sure. Um, gotcha. I just like five-inch chicken wings, right? Chicken wing. Um, <laughs> so I, I guess as far as this arrow build, um, I, I would strongly urge people if you're, um, you know, you're, you. I would strongly urge people to increase your point weight, especially if you're just getting going or looking for a new setup, to try to shoot – 
high FOC. Now there's a high and an extreme. And that's where Ashby gets in is the EFOC. So extremely fucked up, um, which is extreme <laughs> front of center. Um, and I like the I like the concept. I like the idea. There is a, a point to where you're shooting so slow that, you know, it's too much of a burden. Um, I don't uh, I think people would be surprised um, if they took a, a skinny shaft and shot with 250 grains up front on a compound and then 125, I would guarantee, well, or almost guarantee, yeah, I'd guarantee your groups are going to be significantly better with that super heavy weight up front. It, it just, it controls, it steers the arrow better down range. There's just a lot of problems with it. It's, it's not something that's known. You go to most archery ranges and say you want to shoot 2 to 250 up front on a compound arrow, they don't even have the shit to do it. <laughs> yeah. um, but I again, I mean, it's, it is important. Now, um, kind of already being in that school of thought in the beginning from shooting what I had in my hand, I mean, 50 grains up front, 125 plus on a, on a tip, going to the trad side of things, I think even increasing it from that, from what I was already shooting, is a good idea. But again, you're going to have some trouble finding the parts and pieces to it. So, uh, you know, something to think about. Um, so for like target archery, a lot of those guys are really weighing out, weighing down the tip, right? Uh, for Point indoors, yeah. yeah, and for um, you know, they shoot a think about super skinny for like feta and mm-hmm. field. They'll shoot a super skinny shaft with high weight up front. Now with 3ds. A um, little bit different, not as they're not shooting as far, and then you have um, uh, speed is an issue when you're off on yardage. So, not as much on 3D, but so is that why they used to put a speed limit on on your on your shooting when you're in target? So they didn't want somebody shooting just fucking laser beams, so they only had to use they could. There's a lot less room for error, I guess. Yeah, well, like the Cabela's tournaments, for example, it was um, 280 plus or minus three feet, and they stopped those, I think, in 2001 or two. Mm. Um, uh, but yeah, I mean, there's different IBO. You just have to shoot five grains per pound at 70 pounds, or five grains per pound. So 350 grains at 70 pounds is, as long as you meet that requirement, then you're good. Um, which you can shoot some screaming fast arrows <laughs> yeah. doing that. Um, I just think that the penetration side of things outweighs the speed yeah. when you talk about heavy weight up for front hun- for hunting for hunting. Yeah. So, um, is that, is there out of all the rambling you've heard me do for two years, anything else you want me to mention? Hmm. No, not really. I think you covered it. There's a lot to learn. That's for sure. But yeah, there's a lot to it. Um, okay. Well, I'm sure I forgot lots of stuff, and there's plenty of stuff to chime in on there. But just answer that answer should answer a lot of the questions we've been getting, um, you know, from listeners. We're going to take a break, and then in part three, we're going to go over bow build. Thanks for tuning in. Shit! Shit! <laughs> I can't pull that off.